Hi, Allison here. Today, we're dropping a bonus episode. In November, Sam was joined by the BCG Henderson Institute's Global Director, Francois Candelon, for a webinar based on our 2022 Collaborative Research Report, Achieving Individual and Organizational Value with AI. If you're curious how individuals' personal use of AI at work connects with enterprise performance, give this episode a listen. We'll link the full webinar and report in our show notes. We were thinking over the last few years, we've heard this storyline developing about how our human relationship to this technology is evolving. And one concern is always replacement. And you know, an initial story was that AI was going to replace people. But I think everyone has quickly realized how difficult that entire replacement will be. Entirely replacing humans is, is really tough. But so instead, I think we've all started thinking about task replacement more than job replacement. And certainly some tasks are much more amenable to AI than other tasks. We're likely to get AI benefits from some tasks much more quickly than with others. But this line of reasoning leads to comments like AI won't replace people, but people who use AI will replace people who do not use AI. I really, I really like that sentiment because it recognizes that AI is a tool. AI itself does nothing. And what matters is how we humans use that tool. What matters is how we use AI. Lots of people are already using, and I, you know, like Francois, deeply suspect that we're underreporting this because a lot of people may not be realizing that they're using AI. Using AI just isn't a binary thing. It isn't an on and off. It may not be in your face. Lots of variation and choice. What I do want to focus on is how people are actually getting value from AI. So we found our insight into how people are getting value from AI in what may be a let's say, a surprising or an unlikely source, and that's the psychology, social psychology's self-determination theory. It's a foundation of human motivation and people's innate growth tendencies. And the concept of self-determination holds that people will have three basic psychological needs. They need to feel competent, they need to feel autonomous, and they need to feel related to others. And we thought that this could help us understand how people are getting value from AI. So I'll give you an illustration that goes through these components quickly, and then we'll go into detail about each one of them. And the first illustration comes from a, a company that you sort of initially might not expect you know, or immediately associate with AI, and that's Land of Lakes. So Land of Lakes is a large member-owned cooperative agribusiness. They make lots of products. They make particularly dairy products that many of you may know. But what you may not know is that Atlanta Lakes, farmers are using data and AI to make smarter decisions than they've ever made before. And it's not hypothetical, it's working. For example, over the past 30 years, corn farmers have used advances in bioengineering and chemicals and analytics to boost their average yields by 50% from like 120 bushels to 180 bushels per acre. And that's big. But these advances kind of pale in comparison with future corn yields that Land Lakes thinks we can get from using AI. They've got demonstrations that promise to triple that average, going from like 180 bushels per acre to 540 bushels per acre. And that's by the end of this decade. What I like about the Land Lakes example is that many of these benefits aren't hypothetical. We're already seeing them. They're using extensive experimentation and complex algorithms they're trying to provide AI-driven recommendations to help individual farmers be more productive. And so when we talked with Teddy Bekele, he was the, he's still the CTO of Land of Lakes, 
we had a fascinating discussion about what kinds of things that they're doing. And what really struck us was how those three components of self-determination theory resonated through the examples that Teddy gave. I, mean, I really like this example. I think it's a great example. But I want to illustrate that we have not cherry-picked this example. We found links to each of the three components of self-determination theory in other companies and in our survey data. So I can break down each one of these components uh, with a few examples for each. First, competency is about making better decisions. Self-determination theory says that indi individuals derive value when they feel more confident. They need to feel confident in how they perform their job. I mean, we, we just don't like technologies that make us feel dumb. Uh, it's just no, no fun. Uh, I, I know that I don't. Um, we were frustrated getting some aspects of this webinar getting getting going earlier this morning, and it just isn't fun to feel dumb. But using AI can help employees feel more competent in their job in several ways. And some examples from our report that you may want to check out are, one, making better decisions to exploit business opportunities. Our example there came from a discussion I had with Sarah Carthigan, who was in at ExxonMobil. And she was describing how geophysicists make complicated decisions about where and how to extract oil. And then she talked more about how ExxonMobil uses AI to help identify those right patterns and augment the decisions that these geoscientists or geophysicists make. And then with greater confidence in those decisions, they can move faster. So you know, their use of AI is not in a task replacement framing. It's more about finding and improving confidence in these new opportunities. Second example is that AI can help people anticipate and avoid unwanted outcomes. Our example there is from Nationwide Insurance. And I talked with Bradley Coy, and he described how important it was for claims adjusters to identify fraud, but also how important it was to avoid falsely accusing people of fraud. And that's a tricky spot to be in. And it's complicated by having just tons of data but all this data really helps if people have assistance from AI tools. And so the ability to learn and process all this information really helps prevent fraud and avoid negative attention and improve client interactions. And I like these examples because these aren't isolated. And we see overall that people who use AI-based suggestions are 1.8 times as likely to derive value from AI as those who don't. Employees who are in organizations that invest in AI to improve the quality of decisions are one and a half times as likely to get by individual value from AI. So these are important and meaningful differences. So our first kind of key point is that individuals derive value from AI through greater competence. Second, self-determination theory says that individuals derive value through increased autonomy. If you think about jobs, almost all jobs take time to learn to do without guidance. Um, I teach classes in machine learning and analytics, and I like to quote a statistic that I just made up, which is that exactly 0% of the people are born knowing how to do analytics and artificial intelligence and machine learning. Um, I did make up that statistic, but I do think it's true. Um, but using AI can help people improve to be better at their jobs, but also more autonomous in their jobs. So despite some of the narrative that automation might make people feel redundant or subservient to the machines, 
Our research indicates that working with AI affords individuals more autonomy rather than less. I think that's a big deal. AI tools can help people. Uh, they can help them learn from past actions. They can help project the outcomes of current actions. We've got a couple of statistics up here about using AI to improve performance and to recommend new actions. People are using these, and it doesn't just improve their competence, it actually makes them work more independently. And these are exactly the kinds of tools that I think AI can help with that steers us away from this replacement thinking. So our second point is that individuals derive value from AI because it just helps them be more autonomous. The third point of self-determination theory says that individuals derive value through stronger relationships. And we have a like a mental image of people using technology that, I don't know, like sitting in a green, you know, staring at a green screen and uh, like in a cave in troglodyte mode. And this um, this troglodyte mode isn't isn't good and it isn't healthy. But self-determination theory holds that individuals have a psychological need to interact with or to work with other people. So people don't find value in technologies that make them feel isolated or solitary. Um, so using AI can help them um, about how it's helping people connect more with their team members. 56% of the people say that. Uh, managers, they can connect better with their managers or even others in their department. So these are not isolated sort of isolating technologies. Instead, they're strengthening relationships both inside and outside organizations. So inside organizations, um, I talked with David Tao at the Global you know, World Wildlife Fund, and they're using AI in tons of ways. They're processing satellite images to help forest conservation. They're doing language processing on policy documents. They're identifying species with motion sensing cameras. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that they're doing. I had no idea. But what with so many applications, it turns out that lots of people within the World Wildlife Fund may not be aware of how their coworkers are using similar technologies. And so to address this, World Wildlife Fund is documenting all the ways that they're using AI and to help build this common link between people within the organization. It doesn't just mean within organization, it also extends to customers. Another great example came from a discussion I had with Estee Lauder. So it's Tomia Gotapati time was telling us how what they're trying to do is, for example, help clients try on 30 different shades of lipstick in 30 seconds. But then an individual beauty advisor can help them narrow those options to just two or three. So with these two tools working together, it's helping build a better relationship with their customers. So one interesting finding here is that individual, that these tools help people relate to others. And this is, I think, an important thing. So individuals are deriving value from using AI because those technologies help strengthen relationships. And so I'm going to switch over to, back to Francois and just I've described how AI is helping competence and autonomy and relationships. And I think Francois is now going to spend some time thinking about how some of our findings help inform what organizations and managers can do to increase the likelihood of others getting value from AI. Uh, so uh, th thanks a lot, Sam, and, and thank you for uh, 
explaining how this improves self-autonomy is actually we are with this very far from the uh, the common narrative that uh, companies get value from AI at the expense of their of their employees. And um, and and it was really even I would say on the contrary, because companies are more likely to derive values value when when employees do as well. It's almost they are almost six times as likely to get significant financial benefit from AI compared to uh, with organizations where where employees do not get value from AI. And and to be a bit more specific, we with the um, with the uh, with some values. In fact, we found that only seven percent of employees claim that their company achieves value from AI, while they get little or no value from using it. And 64% employees reported even that they were personally benefiting from the technology. So very different from the the narrative that we we usually um, hear. And so the uh, the next question is: Once we say that uh, it's great to get value out of it, so the, the 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 key question for an organization is: How can managers encourage AI value, and and how they should do it? Because um, it's clear that ensuring employees use AI is clearly not automatic. Because you, as you know, when you still have preconceived notions about AI, it prevents you from willingly using it. And it's important that managers ignite what I call a, a virtuous cycle of use and value. That is, the more people use AI, the more values they derive from it, and the more they perceive the benefits, the more prone they are to using it. And to do so, uh, managers have several tools. Uh, some which are well-established measures like cultivating trust in AI or making sure, making sure employees understand how it works. And some others that are a bit less appreciated approaches like mandating AI or ensuring a cognizant use of AI. So what I propose is maybe that we go through these levers one by one. So, and, and let's start with the way managers can promote awareness. Because uh, as I, I previously mentioned, uh, many employees underestimate how much they use AI. And I'm sure you will tell me, okay, but does it really matter? Because as long as employees are using the solutions, they can benefit from it. But this is not true. We found that it can limit how they perceive the values they derive from AI. Employees using AI knowingly are 1.6 times as likely to get individual value and 1.8 times as likely to be satisfied with their jobs compared with those who do not realize they use AI. And, and I think this is a very important point, especially at the moment when we have a talent war. Um, it's really critical for employees to be aware um, that they use AI. And, and it can be done different way. Um, one that I like a lot is the fact that managers can signal AI use by leading by example. For instance, we found that uh, in that case, employees are 3.4 times as likely to boost regular usage when managers signal AI use by leading by example. Or they could as well institutionalize uh, AI because uh, you can have their have AI mentioned in different business strategies and communicated 
upon throughout the organization. So very important and critical to promote awareness. And here, the, 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 the question is as well, it's good to have awareness and it's good to create and encourage a greater understanding. Because what we found is that people who understand how to work with AI and can explain how it operates are 1.7 times as likely to derive individual value from AI. And I, I want to give the, the example of uh, Levi Strauss and Co. Um, that holds uh, boot camps for their employees. And, and what they found uh, after running some of these trainings where the frontline workers learn how to use AI, they realized that these employees emerge not only with a new understanding of what AI can do, but also with a new sense of what they themselves are capable of with AI. And therefore, they become great advocates of AI, and it has a massive impact on the company's culture towards the technology. Then, something that is well known is the ability or the need to promote trust on AI. And, it, and it's true that uh, what is for sure is that uh, employees who do not trust AI will be reluctant to, to use it. And on the contrary, uh, as you can see, trust is really a, a powerful driver of AI use because uh, individuals who trust AI are 2.1 times as likely to use it regularly as individuals who do not trust the technology. Uh, but what is for sure as well is that trust is not an easy sentiment to nurture. And um, one of the, the, the common solutions to, to create it uh, is to foster transparency and interpretability. The individuals who can interpret AI outcomes are almost three times as, like, as likely to trust the technology compared with individuals who cannot interpret it. And, and this is very important, and this is why in any transformation, for instance, that I do, um, it brings the trade-off about should, when I design AI, a trade-off between accuracy and explainability. And uh, I have plenty of examples of, of that, and, and especially at the beginning, I try to favor, favor explainability because this is the real way to create the trust that will then push to the next level. And, and, and here is uh, um, the, the, this opportunity, because we all know um, that uh, the worst day of AI is day one, uh, because you haven't trained it in real life, it was trained on some uh, let's say, uh, uh, data sets, but now you're in real life and you know that it will start. And uh, I was mentioning the DHL uh, tool uh, to, to load planes and, and really it's, uh, it was massive the way uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the workers were a little bit worried at the beginning, but then were open because they were able to see the value. And what happened here is really that there was, there were, it was a mandating use. Um, and despite this mandating use, it still leads to individual value. And because once people start using AI, they see the value. And as such, we found that employees are 1.4 times as likely to get value from AI when organizations require them to use AI 
as when the, the latter do not. And, and so, as we see, mandating AI is a very powerful tool. It triples the likelihood that employees will use AI regularly. But however, something that is important is good to push for this mandating, um, for this uh, mandated use of, uh, of AI. But at the same time, it's important that individual will have the ability to override AI. Because if they do that, they are more than twice as likely to regularly use AI as those who are not able to, to override it. So I, I think that these four elements are to show the need to embark into this virtuous cycle of use and value. The more you use it, the more you see the value, and the more you see the value, then the, you, the more you perceive the benefits, the more prone you are to use it. Thanks, Francois. Uh, we've given you many examples, and we've got a lot more examples in our report. In short, our main findings are that individual value from AI is critical for organizations to obtain that value. That's the virtual cycle that Francois was just talking about. And individuals, they benefit from AI when the technology enhances their confidence, autonomy, and relationships. These are hallmarks of self-determination theory. And we, we like that link there. And then third, managers can do lots of things to encourage AI use and to try to improve this value creation. Um, Francois went through four examples there of trust, agency, understanding, and awareness. Thanks for tuning in to this bonus episode. We're back February 14th with season seven. In the meantime, listen to our back catalog. And if you have a moment, please leave us an Apple podcast review or Spotify rating.